Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. Let's talk procrastination. You know, when you got something to do and it feels like you want to do 5,000 other things, but this one task. If you have something that you want to do and you just need a little help, a little nudge, getting over the hump, stay tuned for this episode. We're going to be talking about four ways that you can end procrastination in a fun and easy way. And you're going to get these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure that you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening so that as soon as I drop an episode, I tend to drop them three times a week. You'll be able to listen to them lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, thank you for showing up and joining me in these regular conversations. If you've been really enjoying this episode, make sure that you share this with other people in your community so that we can grow this community and make sure that you write me a review. That way other people can learn more about what you like as well as I can and I can give you more of what you're listening to. If you'd like to get to know me a little bit better, make sure that you visit me on denisechilly.com. There you can reach articles and other helpful resources and I also will leave some links in the show notes below so that you can be able to contact me directly. Okay, now let's dive into today's episode about procrastination. And in a weird twist of irony, I was procrastinating about this episode. I've had, if you've been listening lately, a a series of interviews, and I've been loving the conversations, and I haven't had a solo cast in a while. And I was thinking to myself, ugh, I have to get back into that grind because as you know, when you're doing different types of activities, or you have to put on different types of thinking caps on. And when you're talking exclusively by yourself, you don't really have the opportunity to kind of lean on somebody else talking. I know a little bit of laziness, I have to admit that, but <laughs> full disclosure. But as I was thinking about what I wanted to share, and I was thinking about what I wanted to connect with you on, you know, what makes a podcast or any type of content more personal is if we're talking from what we're struggling with and how delicious it is to talk about procrastination because I think that's something that we all struggle with. I think of procrastination as you are trying to, let's go swimming because that's just something that I've been also dreading and thinking about is the weather is getting warmer and my one of my son's favorite, favorite activities as well as we get into the summertime is swimming. And for me, I don't like to swim. And you probably have heard the best advice when they say you're trying to acclimate yourself to the water is instead of putting your feet in one foot, two foot, three foot in and you know, you're and it feels like your bones are starting to chill and the difference between the air breezing against you as well as the water to hit you it feels like it's subarctic even though you know it's warm outside it just feels way more uncomfortable to get yourself used to the water unless you just plunge in it and just let your body just emerge 
completely and the water doesn't feel as cold it doesn't feel as terrible as if you were putting one foot in it at a time and that's what I kind of want to do with today's episode I want to plunge right into it I want us to instead of doing little toe dance into the water and pulling it out testing the water I want us to dive into it because I'm talking to you knowing the fact that you have already evaluated the pros and cons. You already know this is something that you need. We already know that this is something that you want to tackle. And you know that delaying and pushing this off even further out is not going to serve you. It's not going to serve your potential clients or customers. And it's definitely not going to serve your community and the people around you if you keep procrastinating. So, That being said, I want to share with you some tips, four tips specifically, about how we can dive headfirst into our issues. But before I do that, I want to let you know that everything that we're going to be talking about can be found in detail in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day audio program where I pop into your inbox 21 times a day. I know, right? Me, 21 times a day, pop in your inbox. It's giving you a link to listen to me talk about a specific issue. Procrastination is one of them and some journaling prompts to help you dig a little deeper into understanding yourself and understanding why you procrastinate or why you feel afraid of tackling certain issues so that at the end of 21 days, you'll feel more confident, more assured, and wiser about the decisions you make and feel more empowered that know knowing that you have the right answers within yourself. Amazing Attitude is something that I believe in deeply and I know that will help you if you choose to challenge yourself to take your mindset to the next level, okay? I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below so you can access that if you're, is that something of interest to you? Okay, let's dive into today's content. Instead of giving you a list of for do's, I'm going to ask you some questions, some questions that will help you challenge your assumption about procrastination. Because for most people, when we're procrastinating, things feel so big and scary and complicated. But actually, the remedy or the solution to ending that desire to avoid or evade is to reframe it. It's to make it look easy and simple. Have you ever heard of the song, It's Too Complicated by Avril Lavigne? Now, I'm totally dating myself because (laughs) that song came out many, many years ago, but it's kind of a song about a person interested in dating Avril Lavigne, but I think about it in terms of us, like we make things so complicated. I was just thinking about some of the lyrics about you're getting frustrated because you're trying to impress yourself. You're trying to impress other people and you're trying to and you're pretending as if no one's noticing. And one of the key little stanzas in the song that really caught me was like, you fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honesty and promise me I'm never going to find you fake it. I think for a lot of us, we think that the key to overcoming things is 
We have to put on this false exterior of confidence. We have to put on this false exterior of being someone we're not. And I want us to ask ourselves a question. And the first question is, how can we make it fun and easy? And when we do that, there's no room for trying to pretend that we're someone we're not. There's no room for any of us to put on this suit of being high and mighty and having it all put together. You're just wanting to let things flow naturally and easily. And when you think of it from that standpoint, how can I make this fun? How can I make this interesting? How can I make this be exciting and making it an adventure. It doesn't feel as daunting. It doesn't feel as nerve wracking. It doesn't feel as if everything has to be perfect. Ask yourself, are you trying to make this complicated? And let's think it from another angle. How can you make it a joy? One of the things that I remember listening to a mentor tell me years ago was that he made it a little challenge to himself for making sales calls. He would purposely go out, this was many years ago, where he only had like 10 bucks and he knew that he needed literally about, I think, $15 that day to to drive into this particular part of town and get him way out. And he only brought $10, so he was short $5. So he had to make $5 at least worth of sales in order for him to be able to commute himself back home. And he purposely shortchanged himself so that it would challenge him to think critically and creatively about how he was going to sell, what he was going to say. And I want to, I'm not telling you to do that. Obviously, as I'm recording, this is 2022 and you need a lot more money (laughs) than just $10 a day, no matter where you're going. But think of it this way. What can you do to make yourself think creatively? What can you put yourself in, in terms of situations around people where you're forced to think on your feet or you're forced to not just think of it one way or particular manner for you to face this particular problem or issue. One of the things that I do to make things fun for myself is I put little sticky notes of my problem throughout on throughout my house about a little issue that I'm thinking about and different colors, different letters. Sometimes I'll scribble it on cursive. Sometimes I'll put in little block letters, but it just gets at top of my mind. I want you to think about how can you kind of challenge yourself in fun and unique ways. And trust me, if you're dwelling on something or you're thinking of something from a different angle, or you're just allowing your mind to just think in a different manner, you will find a solution, okay? Now, the second question is, how can you make this task simple? I love saying bite size. One of the things I hear from new entrepreneurs a lot is, how do I get more clients? How do I get more clients? How do I make more sales? How do I make more money? That's the universal call for every one of us who are just novice in entrepreneurial game because obviously we want to impact our community. We want to, we want to build brand awareness, but let's be real. We also want to make more sales. 
And I say, yes, sales are important. Yes, sales is what makes a business a business. No doubt about it. But let's think a little bit smaller, okay? In order for you to get more sales, people need to know that you exist, right? Obviously. And if people need to know that you need to exist, perhaps you need to be thinking about where you want to be seen, right? And if you know you need to be seen somewhere, you have to start thinking about how often you want to be seen. Once you know where you want to be seen. And perhaps the goal within itself is to make sure that you're consistently seen at a particular place over and over and over again, right? I've been saying a lot of rights. <laughs> I've been noticed in saying that. The point I'm trying to make is that let's see how you can make this solution as small and bite-sized as possible where you're not feeling overwhelmed with a bigger overarching goal of making more so. Perhaps instead of focusing on how do I make more sales, you need to be focusing on how can I stay consistent on being visible on my blog or the social media channel or where, or wherever you want to be. Take the drama out of it by making it as small and easy as possible. As, this is a, Visibility is especially an issue for entrepreneurs because I know myself included, the last thing we want to do is show up all day, every day, talking where it seems as if nobody's listening to us. And I want to let you know that everyone starts out this way. Everyone starts out with an audience of zero. But if you're consistent and persistent, you will build that momentum, you will build that audience, you will build more confidence, and you can be able to see more engagement and engagement gets goes to more consideration and consideration builds to conversions. Conversions a fancy way of saying sales, but it all starts somewhere. What I'm trying to say is I'm asking you to give yourself the space and the freedom to be able to look at things from the most smallest, most micro level possible before you feel it as if you're a failure if you don't make a million dollars within one year, okay? I know that a lot of websites and a lot of places hype up and say, like, well, unless you're making six figures within a certain amount of time frame, you're a failure. Now it's been evolved to seven figures. I don't know where people are getting these arbitrary numbers, but I will say this. A lot of people fail and they fail quickly because they're putting on way too much pressure that's unrealistic for them given their skill set and expertise and their particular market. Make things easier for yourself by keeping things simple, okay? Now the third thing is ask yourself who or what can help. Who or what can help is a really good question because for a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs, we don't want to be told by anybody anything. <laughs> we want to figure it out on our own, even if we have no clue what we're doing, because we are finally becoming our own boss, and our own boss means we do it our way. Kind of reminds me of that Frank Sinatra song, I'm doing it my way. And this whole idea of doing it our way is to not benefit us. And let me explain that when I'm talking about to not benefit us. When I became an entrepreneur, I had that idea too, that I'm doing it myself. I'm by myself. But in reality, 
you are a community of people. And I'm not just talking about your customers. I think about my assistant. I think about the person who helps me with my website. Yes, I'm thinking about my family members that help me out when I'm a little too busy to take care of my family situation with my child. I think about all the people that surround me. And it's hard to think of me being alone. I have calendars that help me organize my time. I have my own coach that helps motivate and encourage me and give me direction. Do you see what I'm saying? That there is a community of people that are helping you shoulder the burden of all the things that go with being an entrepreneur, that you're not doing it solo. And obviously, we have restrictions time and money. And when we're short on time, we have people and things that help us. And when we're short on money, we rely on other people to give us things at discounts or barters or whatever. And I'm not going to sit here and judge our how things need to be done, wherever your stage of business is, because I know everyone's dealing with certain issues at a certain amount of time. But I will say, asking yourself who or what can help you can help limit the overwhelm, can help get you moving on the train of productivity faster. And that's kind of why I created Amazing Attitude too, was because I noticed that for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we want to isolate. And it's because we've been so disappointed by people or things that we thought were going to be the promised land of solutions and taking away your worries. And when we get disappointed and we get disappointed a lot, it hurts. It, it feels as if somebody's stuck in a, na- a, a dagger and kind of twisted around and so just stabbing and pulling out. And every time we get reminded of certain people in certain situations or things that let us down, we time travel back to those moments and we think, ugh, that's why I never wanted to deal with these people or the situation because they're going to disappoint me just like this other situation. And I want to let you know that past issues are not indicative of future results or future outcomes. And if you want to be freed from that time traveling of disappointments and feeling as if nobody and nothing can help you, amazing attitude is going to really help you dig more into that if that is something that you really desire. Okay, now let's move on and talk about, lastly, what would this look like if this was solved? What would this look like if this was solved? It's basically thinking, what is the perfect best case scenario if you finally got all the ducks lined up, everything is perfect, or at least close to perfect, and you are seeing yourself benefit from your hard work or your time and your dedication. That's something that really excites me when I am delaying something and I'm not quite sure what to do. But if I can see that end goal, if I can see that light at the end of the tunnel, oh my gosh, that would bring me so much joy, so much happiness, knowing the fact that I'm finally getting closer and closer to where I want to belong, where I know I can do this. It doesn't feel as terrible. I want you to give yourself permission to envision you enjoying the fruit of your labor, you seeing yourself 
put out that sales letter or make that social media video or whatever that is that needs to be done or reaching out for help, whatever it is. And imagine yourself visualizing yourself enjoying that process. I want you to really relish in it. What does it look like? How do you feel? What do you see around you? Are you can you touch something? I want you to get yourself all wrapped around the sights and the sounds and the objects around you once you've actually put that plan in action and see it through. I want you to taste and enjoy that. I want you to see that it wasn't as hard as you thought and it was a much easier. And as you're doing that, as you're thinking about all of that, ask yourself why you put all that pressure on yourself. I'm hoping that as you're going through this visualization, you're answering to yourself all the objections and all the yeah, buts and all when I say yeah, but when you say yeah, and then you say, however, this is not practical or I can't do this because that's what I mean by yeah, but get yourself answering all those yeah, buts to yourself where you no longer think that is an obstacle. In fact, you're only stopping yourself once you realize how you're realizing so much benefits and so much gains from that. Okay. Now let's recap everything that we have talked about today. I have four questions that are designed to help you end the procrastination. The first one is, how can you make this fun or interesting? I want you to play little games with yourself or give yourself many challenges or just put it in a less pressure kind of way. Now, second is, how can you make this task simple or easy? How can you break this task down into the many bite-sized solutions? We don't have to conquer Rome today. We don't have to have a million dollars of sale today, but perhaps we can focus on being visible or perhaps we can focus on improving the quality of our product. Perhaps we can start making our products. <laughs> All right. Number three is who or what can help? They're the internet our neighbors, our community. There's so many people that can help us. Amazing attitude. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> All these things can help us get ourselves pushed in the right direction. And lastly, what would this look like if this was solved? I want you to actually close your eyes and imagine yourself enjoying what could happen next if everything happened exactly the way you want it to happen. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this conversation helped. If there's something that you really wanted to connect with me, let me know. Send me a message at podcast at denisegeelee.com. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.